probably the unluckiest man alongside of Dwayne Monkley not to wear the all-black jersey. Wonderful broadcaster. Went on, though, and applied his talents in Scotland, and Scotland benefited from it. Gordon Simpson joins us on the programme. Afternoon to you, Gordon. Welcome. Afternoon, Mark. How you doing? Yeah, not a bad introduction, was it? No, you're always so polite and generous to me, mate, so I'll take it. Got a lot of time for Ros Mini, mate. Go with Ros Mini. Unlike me, on the other hand, Gordy. How are you been, buddy? Hello, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Stephen. (laughs) You sounded like my mother then. Oh, well. Uh, I am a little bit older than you. Hey, uh, look, Scotland uh, probably... Well, look, beating Romania today, 84-0, so a very, very good performance. Um, we've often seen some of the Northern Hemisphere sides not necessarily put the big numbers on that you maybe expect from the all-black teams. Uh, but when it's all said and done, probably just another glorified training run. Uh, what did you make of the Scottish performance? What are your expectations heading into it? Um, yeah, you, you, you probably nailed it right away then with its... Um it was probably a game they knew they were going to win, but you know these 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 games can be, like you've mentioned, for those sides tricky at times. Um, you can sort of fall into some bad situations, um, um, and sort of, I guess, when you're playing a weaker team, um, the focus may not be there for the whole 80 minutes. But I thought, um, and yeah, fair enough, it was a sort of second-string Scotland team. They came out and they um, they sort of they didn't let that affect them. Um, and they put on a good team performance. You know, they kept their structures. The skills were high, and um, and, and they played at pace, um, very much probably like the All Black game the day before. Um, and they seemed to enjoy that. So, no, I think I think Scotland will take a lot out of it. I mean, there's certainly some players that put their hand up probably to play next week against Ireland. But um, yeah, they didn't sort of fall into some some bad situations. I thought they sort of kept their game structure where they wanted to, and that probably would have pleased Gregor. Goody, they it was it was very much the B team that played and and to score that many points, um, Scottish rugby building a little bit of death by the looks of things, which is good to see. Yeah, well, I mean, back in my day, the the, the depth wasn't wasn't there, um, but uh, Greg has done an amazing, amazing job, and um, he was obviously playing around the day I was playing, and he probably saw that and he said, listen, we need to, we need to make some changes with Scottish rugby, and we need to sort of build the, the build the grassroots up and, and get those get that depth, um, and like you say that. They, uh, they've certainly got it now, and um, you know it's great to have a, a squad that uh, all has the same sort of mindset, uh, regardless of what you, if you're starting or you, um, you know, you're sort of seeing it out. So these guys obviously came on the field um, and um, wanted to sort of say, this is my chance to put my sort of hand up to, you know, get an opportunity to maybe crack that 23 the following week, but um, but also put on a good performance and you know say that Scottish rugby, you know, um, I think they're ranked five or six in the world now. Anyway, so I mean, they've, they've done fantastic jobs over the last few years, and um, it's just disappointing how the whole World Cup um, structure was laid out so many years ago. Um, that um, you know, there's a possibility. I'm only saying a possibility that they might not make the quarters because they're, they're a good enough team to be in the quarterfinals. When you look at some of those other pools and some of the teams that are, are going to go through there. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, pretty much everything's geared now towards the Irish game for Scotland. How how do you think they can do it? How are they going to do it? Um, yeah, well, listen, they, I think they just got to sort of build on that performance today, um, have a good training week. Um, and, you know, listen, they, they, they got close to them in the Six Nations. I mentioned this on the on the station yesterday um, against Ireland. But I think that the thing that they've, they've really got to have with them is that they need to go in the game believing they actually can beat Ireland. Um, they had opportunities in that Six Nations early in the year where... Um, 
they had chances to win that game, um, and it was just those final final plays or that final pass um, that let them down. So um, I guess in this game, um, and they played them quite a bit, so they know these players pretty well. Um, that they uh, they have to take their chances, and they they have to really believe that they can go out there. I mean. You know, you can think of it two ways. I mean, they've got nothing to lose. There's sort of, there's sort of, there's been a lot of talk around how the All Blacks will be playing Ireland in the in the quarterfinal, especially over this side of the world. Um, whereas I'm trying to tell people, well, it's not, it's not done and dusted yet. So, um, I think there's a bit of pressure on Ireland because um, there is a chance, and it's a small chance that if Scotland were to beat them and get um, a bonus point, um, that uh, they may not even qualify for the quarters. So. Um, I think Scotland just got to go out there with the mindset. Listen, we've got to throw everything at them. We've got to take our chances and and um, just basically see what happens. I mean, you're playing against a very good Irish team. Don't get me wrong, but um, anything can happen on any sort of given day within that 80 minutes. So, um, and Scotland are coming in with confidence. So um, that's that's a, that's a key component as well. I, I want to ask you this, Gordon. Um, as a player, yeah. I mean, you know, when you come up against the All Blacks, you'll just see some teams lift because they know what's coming. Some t- teams don't believe and capitulate equally. Ireland are so familiar with Scotland. Is there a, a chance here subconsciously that they just don't get themselves in that? same zone, that same level of intensity that they've got themselves up for in recent victories against the All Blacks and recent victories against South Africa? Um, there's probably an element of that, I guess, but listen, this is a World Cup and you know it only comes around every four years, so they, they've got to have this mindset now to go into this game next week and say, we have to beat them or we're on the plane home. Um, we've got to give ourselves a chance. Um, I know, I know what uh, with Greg now is installed now within the team and the, and the squad that they believe they can beat any team on any given day. Um, I wouldn't say that was the same case back in our day. Uh, I think there was just a, a certain uh, um, there was a certain mindset that um, uh, let's just try and compete and do the best we can and get the score down, um, which was a bit of a negative. I think especially in this day and age and with what Greg has done to that team, um, that Scotland team believe they can actually beat, beat uh, any given team on any given day. So, And they've worked hard to get to that, that point. So, no, I think I think, um, I think think because even though they have played against these guys, you know, whether it's in, in the sort of Heineken Cup club competition over there or at um, test level, um, these guys know each other well. So it's just those, it's those one percenters, and that's what's going to that's what's going to be the difference in, in a game. Um, I, I feel it's going to be really, really close, mate. Um, are the are the Irish are the Irish? You think that you know they they do what they do so very well? Do you think that they're possibly uh, their Achilles' heels going to be that they don't have a plan B either? Yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, you can throw that into the equation. Um, I guess, I guess they had some they had some pressure put on them in, in that South African game, and it was probably just elements of South Africa maybe dropping the ball a couple of times um, that they probably didn't get over the line there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like a lot of teams, um, teams go into a into a game um, trusting their systems and they'll stick by them and stick by them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if if, if Scotland really puts some acid on on the Irish, um, how they how they actually react to that because, like you say, their their systems that they do they do so well, and they're probably the best in the world at the moment at doing those systems well. If they get challenged on those systems or they don't, they, they start to fall over a little bit in certain areas. How they react to that, um, I guess it's just a, a I guess it's just something we'll see on the day and whether 
whether they can sort of um, accommodate. Because, I mean, Scotland will throw some different stuff at them because they'll have to because it hasn't worked in, in the last few games against them um, to break them up. So they'll, they'll try some things. And I know Gregor myself, and he's... Um, he likes to sort of do things a little bit off the cuff, so he'll he'll throw a few surprises there. So it'll be interesting to see how Ireland react to that. Yeah, I'd love to see the Scots have a good start. I, they, they traditionally, you know, this year haven't started well, but come from behind in all of their wins. Uh, I'd love to see them start well, put Irish under a bit of pressure, needing to, to really attack rather than play that sort of slow territory game and build pressure. I, I that's what I, you know, that's where the Scots need to. They need to start well. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think um, I think sometimes they fall into a pattern of just let's just see how we go for the first ten, fifteen minutes, and um, and just try and combat you know whatever the other team's throwing at them. But I think they need to actually be on the front and foot themselves to say, listen, let's go out there and throw everything um, at, at the other team and you know, see if we can get a few penalties, even if it's three or six nil after you know ten, fifteen minutes. You know, get off to that better start, and then and then yeah, um, come home strong. Like you know, obviously they've been. Um, they've been doing um, over the last few games. Uh, Gordon, look, um, you know, we've got this quarterfinal uh, for the All Blacks coming up in a couple of weeks, potentially Scotland. Uh, look, percentage-wise, I think we all agree, probably a good chance it will end up being Ireland or South Africa. I'm hoping Scotland, you know, cause an upset and things do change. But off that performance yesterday from the All Blacks against the Italians, who I think just psychologically don't believe they can beat us, and they just basically drop their heads. Are we any wiser on whether this All Black team uh, has kicked on after the losses against South Africa and France? And uh, should we go into the Irish game or that quarterfinal game more confident off that performance? Oh, absolutely. I, I said it again. You said on the radio. I said. Um, I actually said that I didn't think um, Italy would get anywhere near the All Blacks. So I don't know why all this media stuff was that um, the, you know, the All Blacks were going to have a tough challenge. And, and I mean, I know that the Italians had some good results, but um, they lost six games in the Six Nations earlier in the year. They might have been close, but they still lost all six, or sorry, all five games. Um, so um, no, I take some real positives out of that game for the All Blacks yesterday. They they they, they stuck to the structures and they they played. Um, um, a good, a good, a good style of rugby, which I guess we've been probably missing for a few weeks. I think there's some key, key guys that came back into the fold, like um, Shannon Frizzell and and um, Jordy Barrett, who um, you know they need game time. And and um, it just, I just, I just felt that the All Blacks looked a lot more um, settled yesterday, and and the and the, 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 the especially their the work um, in the um, in the breakdown. I thought that was really good and. Um, that's a, that's going to be a massive one if by chance they play against um, Ireland in that quarterfinal because that's that's where Ireland do a lot of damage against the teams at that breakdown. So for the All Blacks, I thought we were outstanding yesterday during that breakdown. Yes, it's against Italy, but still you you still got to play the game. And you still got to do you know those 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 one percenters really well. And and I thought that uh, they did really well. And I just confidence is a massive in in in, in rugby, um, probably in any sport, but. Um, being a you know previous rugby player myself, his confidence was always massive, and um, I just think Blacks got a lot of confidence out of yesterday's game, despite the score. Um, and he put the score aside. They they just played um, how we, we we know an All Black team can play, and they just they, they just made Italy look um, look, look sort of ordinary because of the way they played and the speed they played, and just just the accuracy and a lot of things. Yeah, there was a few things after half time that they'll probably want to clear up, but. I thought overall it's a, good, it's a good performance, and yeah, I certainly think if, if it is if it is Ireland or whatever team it is, 
um, it's sort of saying to them, well, listen, the All Blacks are, are slowly peaking, yes, against a, a, a minor team, but, um, you know, they're all talking up at least so much. I just thought that the All Blacks just took Italy out of the game, which um, you have to do against teams like that. So, no, I think the All Blacks have, um, yeah, really, I thought a few players just sort of stepped up a little bit. You said they've probably been a little bit quiet early, early games. But I just thought a couple of them just sort of said, you know, we're still here, don't write us off yet, you know. Yeah, we are the All Blacks, absolutely. Hey, Gordon, lovely to have you on the programme. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. No, thanks for having me, Mark. Steve. Cheers, Gordy. The, go the Blues. The, the, <laughs> Gordon, he's always just got to get that little dig in, Steve, to find he's a terrible, terrible man. If you're not aware of Gordon Simpson's uh, a Hurricanes man through and through, um, Gordy, uh, clearly Steve, a Blues man, so there's always a bit of banter, which is what we love, which is part of what rugby's so special, is that camaraderie and, and, and excuse the language, taking the piss a little bit. Uh, 18 and a half minutes away from one o'clock, you are listening to the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. Mark Watson, Steve Devine in studio. Telephone numbers, are, uh, telephone lines are open, 0800 one five zero eight double one. A couple of questions that we just want to pose. Uh, we did we read? Have we progressed? Did that Italian performance give you more confidence uh, going into probably a quarter final against the Irish? Did you want to see maybe a little bit more of a contest to see whether, in fact, under pressure we had maybe shifted in terms of some of the decision making that? We weren't so good at against South Africa and France. And what sort of lineup do we put up against Uruguay this week? 0800 150 811. And just a reminder, tradies and builders power your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass.